Podcast. This is your host, Gordon Van, and co-hosting with me again today is Snowtech Magazine's Hal Armstrong. Check out uh, Hal's articles in Snowtech Magazine. Uh, writes a lot of articles on uh, vintage sleds and uh, vintage uh, uh, racing sleds. Uh, some really great stuff. Uh, he just uh, did a really nice one with the uh, Players RXL, so uh, you should check that out. It's on the newsstands now. Today's episode is with a guy I really admire a lot, uh, a good good friend of mine. Uh, I raced the race with him in the in the 80s. Uh, liked him so much uh, and his and his innovations. I bought four of his sleds uh, when he was uh, producing the uh, limited build sleds for for Yamaha uh, for their uh, oval and snowcross efforts uh, in the 80s. Um, great sleds, dominant sleds, and uh, of course uh, Tim uh, Tim dominated uh, th- those classes uh, against some really tough competition. So. Uh, Today we uh, we contacted Tim and he uh, basically just got off the snow, uh, testing with uh, uh, Cody Cam, the reigning uh, Pro Open champion, and uh, Peter Narsa. So uh, basically just got off the snow testing and uh, we got an opportunity to uh, to talk to, to Tim. Tim's a little bit of a soft speaker, so uh, and my audio is is kind of muddled uh, today. So uh, bear with us. Uh, hope you like it. Um, but also, if you if you want to hear more of uh, Tim's backstory. Uh, there's another uh, podcast I did with him uh, a couple of years ago, and Tim talks about all his racing career with uh, with Yamaha and uh, even before that, and when he was uh, producing uh, uh, some uh, uh, independent uh, race sleds, oval race sleds, uh, kind of thing. And uh, he did a lot of innovation, some really trick stuff, uh, kind of made people's uh, head shake with some of the stuff that he was uh, coming up with. So here's Tim, and I uh, hope you like this. Uh, and I really appreciate uh, Tim taking the time to uh, talk with us today. How long have How long have you had the sleds, and how long have you uh, been test- able to test the new sleds? Uh, we only had them about two weeks. Yeah. So it's uh, been a with the uh, this year for the first time we don't use all, every year previous we've used the, the previous year sleds so we had them early so we could work on them all summer. Yeah. Because we were building mods. This year uh, we have to use 18s because there's some changes we made. So uh, we had to wait till they got here. So yeah, it's been it's been trash. Yeah, um, we're up in uh, we're up in Aurora, Minnesota now testing. You're you're oh so you're in Aurora. Um, uh, how how long have you been on the snow? Uh, for two days. For two days. Uh, things uh, go, are things going good? Uh, working well? Yeah, things are going good. Uh, yeah, we're just, yeah, we're just getting working a few bugs out, but uh, riders are looking a little rust out, but. Yeah, it's going pretty good. How uh, how have you been doing? Have you been finding any kind of uh, glitches and, and any kind of uh, um, really performance gains um, for, with the new sled? Or um, yeah, it's it's we're getting there. It's a it's a the whole stock thing's kind of kind of been a uh, going to be a challenge because there's so many things that we are used to doing that we can't do anymore. Yep, that we're we just kind of took for granted to do you know and uh, so it's that's a challenge but uh, we'll get it you know it's 
Yeah, well, being competitive, I'm sure. I got, got some great riders, so yeah, for sure. Um, uh, let's like say in the past you did a lot of the development for the uh, for the open for the players open sleds and all and uh, a, a few other teams. Um, how are how are you finding working alone now? I mean, uh, you know, back in the '80s, uh, everybody knew that you were uh, uh, you were uh, a, a huge tester, and um, I mean, if anybody could get anything out of a stock sled, um, you were it. Um, so I, I would I would think this uh, this new rule really benefits you for one thing. Um, going back uh, that many years, uh, you know what to do to uh, get the most out of a stock sled. Um, are are, well, are you finding the same, you know, things? Yeah, um, yeah. The you know the thing about this this new rule is, uh, you know, yes, it makes some of the stuff we've done in the past not you know absolutely we can't do it anymore, but it also makes it it's going to make the uh, we're going to be a, it's going to be a race of inches instead of a race of feet before yeah like before you know yeah. So it's going to be even closer, closer yet. So hopefully, uh, guys, it'll be more more important to the, to have. So yeah, absolutely. Hal, you got a question for Tim? Well, just this what Tim just said. Like uh, now, it's going to be a race in inches versus feet. But, um, and you and you always worry about the safety of the riders. There's going to be a lot more. I think it's going to be a lot more maybe closer contact uh, racing than in the past. Uh, is that what you're finding? Oh, like out on the track there for testing. Well, in testing wise, we haven't seen that, but but race wise, we will for sure. And the first corner is going to be tough because you're going to have you're going to throw a blanket over the pack. So there's, like I said, it's going to be racing into feet. So before we, you know, we had a little we had a little bit of a weight disadvantage, and but we had a power advantage. Um, we've had a real good engine package for years, the mods, and uh, so now with the stockers it's going to be a little different story they're going to be a little closer a little closer in power than they were so you said you just got your sleds here now in the last couple of weeks was there was there uh was this just a production issue from Polaris to get them uh, out out uh, uh, this late, uh, or was it uh, was it planned? No, it was planned in October. In October was the goal uh, date, and they, you know, there always seems to be a you know a glitch here there, shipping wise and whatever before we get to flood. So, but uh, you know, it's a challenge for sure. Yeah, uh, Tim, you did a lot of development for the open sled last year. Did, did anything uh, follow through into the uh, the stalker? Like uh, any, any kind of basic uh, um, additions, uh, uh, linkages? Uh, any, any did anything transfer over um, that really worked well in the open sled to the new stalker? Yeah, the, the first shock that it's come stock on this year uh, was a something we've been we've worked with Walker Evans in the past couple of years on. Jim, they, they got a, a new position sensitive. Uh, it's a new rule. It's, it's new to the stocker, but it's not new to the loss. And it's a ski shot. And then the geometry rise in the rear suspension were, uh, you know, we've been running pretty close to stock. Just, to, you know, we've lightened up the suspension considerably on the module. We can't do that anymore. But, uh, you know, it's, 
the suspense is actually that with the one for one was really good. And uh, I think they're going to be, you know, we think they've been safe there. Yeah. We had a really good package lately. Yeah. Do, do the new rules allow you to do something? I mean, you work very closely with Walker Evans. Do the new rules allow you to do, uh, like, one-offs or anything like that, like uh, prototype stuff? Are you are you able to do that? I know you're allowed to change suspension parts, but can you do... Uh, uh, no, you're not allowed to change suspension parts, only shocks. So, uh, so you can do one-off shocks, I suppose, but we, we haven't, you know, we don't do that too much because we... You know, some teams run the walker shots. We then we run uh now every player coming with is almost the same thing we have on ours on theirs. That's that's the one of the one of the advantages of the uh of the program of Walker. We we went in uh three or four years ago now and uh yeah. Are you are you moving around there? You I see you seem to be fade, keep fading out on me, or, or are you falling asleep oh, after a hard day of work? I don't know. <laughs> you're you're saying you just thought you just thought you just my voice, my voice volume. I have an issue with. My voice volume is not real high, so I, yeah. I apologize. For yeah, no, no worries. I, I mean, no. you you're you're very generous with your with your time there, and you were saying, and you just literally got off the track and had somebody eat and uh, and took the time to talk to us. Um, Hal, you got some more questions for Tim? Yeah, um, Tim, the the Polaris sled is the the only sled this year that's running the uh, still running the Makuni flat slide carbs. Do you think that's going to be an uh, advantage or disadvantage? Uh, you know, compared with Cat having the one year with the uh, the fuel injection and now Skidoo with the E Tech motor. I. I can't honestly say. Well, I really don't know for sure because I mean, I guess it's, it's an advantage to us in the fact that we, we know very well. And we've been using the, we've had to use the stock carburetors for several years now. In, in my class, we've been using the stock carb. So uh, it's a uh, you know it's definitely bulletproof and improvement to us. And then you know we don't really. Last year, I think Pat had some issues with the fuel injection, and, and uh, I'm sure they've got the bugs worked out a bit more so now. But but then, and then Skidoo looks you know new on the race for them so I, you never know I mean it, it could be good it could be good or bad I guess so I, I could I can't really say for sure but I, I think it'll be okay you know it'll be okay part wise it's just um, you know one of the, the big uh, when they were talking about going to three other rounds when I once I figured out that, that that's the way they were going it seemed to be everybody was headed in that direction I suggested several things and number one was to to make it so we could take the headlights out and open up the venting a little bit so so they look like the mod suds and so they uh you know the sounds really sounded somewhat like the mod suds and they're not nearly as good but it's my ear anyway um but uh and then also i suggested this since everybody had a 128 inch track that they limit the track to 128 inches 128 inches for everybody so that nobody would be less you know, standing on the sideline with a with a one twenty eight and a blue outside of one thirty six. But that's exactly what happened. And uh yeah, that's a good thing. So um Yeah, good point. You know, I, I just some of the some of the rules don't make a whole lot of sense to me, but and then some of you know say don't do anything for saving money. Um, I don't really quite understand some of them, but but uh, you know it's like us having the headlight on and the sled. I mean that makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. 
for sure. Um, you, you're, you're you're the team uh, team mechanic or t- chief uh, mechanic for the the reigning uh, the reigning champion. Uh, uh, talk about the riders. Uh, how how they uh, how they doing? How's how's Cody liking the sled? And how's uh, how's Peter liking the sled? They, uh, they like it a lot. Uh, they've been uh, riding quite a bit, and uh, we, you know, we what we did we, we practice sleds. We we built out of seven, 2017 sleds so they could get up and get up here and get practicing when they so they get in the snow, which they did, and uh, they're they're both uh, doing really well. Cody had a little bit of an injury on on a bike. Uh, he broke his uh, lower one of his tibia fibia one of his bones this year, but uh, he's he's healthy again. And, been going good, so they're both pretty happy with. Yeah, he was doing really good on the bike too. I seen uh, he had some good uh, good uh, results at uh, the AMA National. There, I seen he did really well. Uh, so he's definitely uh, yeah. definitely going good. Yeah. So Hal, you got that? Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's fast. He's... And last year at, at the end of the year, I mean, he was he was really looking good on the sled. He uh, you know there was we couldn't ask for a, the last weekend of the year at Geneva. We couldn't ask for a better weekend than that. Yeah. Um, I think there was a chance of uh, like six heats and three finals, and he, he won everything that it wasn't winning except one if he got second instead of first. Other than that, yeah, the, 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 the leader the, the leader uh, did, did did have a points uh, points lead and uh, but 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 and he had a he had a problem a malfunction but Cody was right there anyway and uh, you know he was he was yeah. there all, he was there all weekend and he took advantage of it so uh, good good for him yeah. I mean he uh, we, he pounced yeah yeah we we, we were we were closer to him in points the week before and I think it was the week before in Iowa we, we sucked a piece of silicone in the carburetor from the airbox believe it or not and then that, that killed one cylinder that caused a slide in the in the, uh, in the carburetor and uh, so that that hurt us one week and then, then Tim had Trembley had a problem with a belt or something the next week so it, you know it, it's you know what, what comes around goes around always for sure yep, yep for sure yeah Hal uh, I'm looking at the new Arctic sled, uh, and it's coming out with the 136 track. Uh, and while everyone else is running the 129s, uh, do you see that as an advantage or disadvantage for them? That, that's something new. Uh, maybe they ran on some of their pro open sleds last year. Did, did you run that length of a track ever? And what, what are your thoughts on that? Last year we we had we built the one in one sled with the 136, but we never actually raced it. Um, because we didn't think it was an advantage, and, and a lot of that, a lot of times, depending on the track, you know, the the, the snow conditions in the track. So I guess I, I guess it'll be an advantage in some places and a disadvantage in some places. I think. So, uh, you know, with the with the one thirty six, uh, the hundred forty ish horsepower that these stockers are is, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be. A lot of track for that power sled. When 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 the 165 horsepower mods was it was marginal on those in my, my yeah. opinion. So so I, I guess it could be going away. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see tracks where it is an advantage and tracks where it is. So Tim, are the 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 stock the track that comes on the sleds? You have to run that same uh, uh, lug. Uh, track all all all, uh, all season is it you can't like change the uh, the, the lug height uh, on, on the track no you can't you change, can't change that at all even, even oh. in the uh, mod class you had to run a production track so in the mod class in previous years 
some guys that run the, the players cat track on the cat or cat track on the players, but the warhead runs some kind of stock track. Now it has to stay in the brand. So we're going to be doing that inch and three quarter, 128 inch track, and the cat will be moving to the inch and three quarter, 136 inch track. 136, yeah. Okay. The, uh, the, 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 uh, the front end on the uh, on the new Polaris uh, got uh, taller spindles, a little more snow clearance. Uh, that that stuff that you guys had proven out last year on your bond sled? Um, it was guys running last year, but uh, you know, we didn't particularly run them, but uh, there was guys that did like it better, but I would say that... Uh, it was people either way, I guess. But the you know the, the A-frame configuration that we used last year in the mods that ended up on the stock side this year, so that we could run that new position sensitive shock. You have the it's a, a mid-mount uh, reservoir on the shock, and, it, and it's turned underneath so that it can't be it's way out of the way. It doesn't get hit by like a conventional reservoir mount would be. So that that's the, the big advantage of the new suspension is that the A-frame is it even has an outboard um, brace on it, so it, it kind of protects the shot, or it uh, used to have an inboard brace. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what other teams are running Polaris this year? I know one of the, one of the teams dropped out, so uh, who else is uh, on the, who's, uh, who's picking up, like, who's running for, uh, uh, to replace uh, Ross Martin? Uh, uh, Jake Engel has, has replaced Ross Martin um, on the Jednick team. And they have Nick Lorenz riding with the Pro Life class. And then uh, there's, a, there's a Huber team. Uh, Corin Todd is his own team. Um, there's the uh, um, Bobby Malinowski is the crew chief on the uh, on the uh, two race team. And they've got uh, they've got uh, a couple riders there in, in Pro Life. Um, yeah. Yeah, Tim. Tim, in the past, uh, you, uh, you you had kind of a conglomerate of uh, teams that that worked together uh, to innovate stuff for the mod sleds. Is is there any kind of uh, uh, group effort uh, again with the with the stock sleds, or are they kind of on their own now? And uh, uh, you're on your own, and they're on their own, uh, or, or you know, is there any information being? passed around to uh, all those other teams um, that you just mentioned? You know, shock-wise, we share, we share information pretty much uh, throughout the brand. Uh, you know, in fact, uh, I never thought of a rally team, too. They're, uh, they're, they're twitched to, to Walker and Shock this year, too. And pretty much all the players are on Walker Shocks. And, we, and like I said, we, we share information there totally. Now, clutching and and uh, that sort of stuff now, we also make in the judging team share information, but uh, pretty much just us, too. And we used to we used to do the Valley's engines, we used to do the Leighton engines, the Carlson engines, and, uh, um, but that's with the stock sled now, we don't, we can't do that, so we, there's not much to do there anymore. Yeah, yeah. So what's, uh, what's the schedule like, uh, the, the next couple of days, um, um, you're, you're going to be testing on the snow still, uh, you're trying in, trying different things out, and then, uh, and then packing up, when, uh, or when do you pack up to, uh, to head to Duluth? We had over to Ruth on uh, next Wednesday. Um, 
So uh, we've had you know several days yet here of uh, doing some clutching and some suspension work, and really uh, the first first day or two here, we're just getting uh, getting everything dialed into the practice sites, making sure everything is is exactly the way we. We do all of our suspension testing on the practice sleds, and then we'll transfer that over to the race sleds. So, uh, um, and that you know we'll do that over the next couple of days. We'll start we'll, like tomorrow. We'll start riding the, the race sleds, the actual race sleds. We don't put a lot of time on those just because yeah. they're, uh, we don't like to beat them up too bad. Yeah. What's uh, what, what what is it? What is uh, kind of the uh, uh, the procedure now? Like, are, are the guys doing uh, motos, uh, 20, 30 minute motos, or ten minute motos, or? Um, yeah, yeah, they do like a like a twenty minute motors now. Uh, they'll do several of those during the day, and then they'll you know they do care for a couple of days, and then they'll take a day off, and then they'll ride a couple of days, take a day off. Can't, you can't they can't get beat up too bad right off the bat. You know, their hands and yeah. the hands get blistered real bad right off the bat. So, yeah. um, so we'll you know go through doing that, and in between we'll do a we'll do some stuff uh, on the on the strike strip, doing some some testing for for those whole shots. Yeah, and then we'll do some suspension stuff too. But you know, they don't like to change here at this Shearing's track is uh, Steve Shearing's track, a great facility here and great test track. But you can't do a whole lot of uh, suspension stuff here because when you get to Duluth, things are changed so much. You know, you got so many, you got several guys on the track here pounding the track out, but it's never like the actual racetrack. Yeah, not exactly anywhere. Have you got any kind of data acquisition on on the on the sleds now, like uh, on the suspension or? Uh... <laughs> Clutching or engine? Not on the suspension. Uh, we use it all on the engine, more temperature, gas uh, speed, engine speed, um, exhaust temperature, center section temperature, uh, that sort of thing. But we don't we have to do we don't do anything on the on the, uh, on the suspension. Yeah, there are, there are teams that do, and but uh, we we haven't got into it too much. Yeah, surprising because you were uh, you're one of the first uh, uh, to uh, to have that acquisition on in in the in the 80s on on all your race leads. Uh, and uh, when nobody else could afford it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a time though, and I, when race back, uh, I had the actual race back deal for, for all snowmobiles. Yeah. We were selling the, the, the acquisition systems. But uh, and, and I remember sitting there reading those, uh, reading up those rolls of uh, paper. paper that came off. In fact, I, I think I still have them up on Bristol Best Control, those things left over from, from back in the 90s when I was, when we were doing that with the data and with the race pack. Yeah. And now we use the aim gauge and it works really good. We use the laptops and yeah. obviously. Yeah. Al, you got any uh, questions? Are you, uh, Tim, are you, are you still doing any work with uh, Dino Tech with your motors, like after, the, you know, as far as, uh, you know, running them on the dyno and that type of thing still? So we, we do all of our, all of our dyno work at, uh, Jim's uh, place at Dynatech there, and uh, we, you know, we do all of our, either the stock or the Dupy Dino there, do all of our, uh, you know, timing testing and, and silencer testing, that sort of thing. Uh, we, you know, we do have our own silencer that we use, because um, you can, the silencers are open for this year for the stockers, so. But there's not, you know, not a whole lot to be gained there, like it would be in the pipes, the twin pipes, I so there's not much to be gained from uh, from 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 different type, different suppliers of the uh, yeah, aftermarket on the uh, on the can then. No, I mean it's not, you know there's small gains, but it, it's not, nothing like it was. I mean we were before the difference between a single pipe and a twin pipes were, were over 20 horsepower. You know now it's a you know horsepower here or there maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, how how let's I think we should uh, keep uh, you know, wrap it up with Tim. I know he's, he's exhausted. He just finished eating, so he's probably no. no I, I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it might it might be. Well, one part, go ahead, Hal. One well, question I was going to ask Tim is, uh, you know, what are you going to do with all your spare time now at the track, running the stockers compared with that open lines? We won't be any spare time. I guarantee that because, well, like I said, we'll be racing bridges and those bridges will be just starting to get us on speed. So um, there won't be any more spare time. I can tell you that. Um, you know, in in the, the off season, there's probably a little bit more time because you know, really, it's quite the many parts. But the uh, you know, it's, it's still, there's so much fine tuning going on. It's, you know, we'll, we'll spend the same amount of, I, you know, we really, wouldn't really save any money there. And if, and if, if they would have been looking ahead a little bit, they could have given us about a year's notice on that situation with the, the rules because I have so many leftover parts. It's crazy how many, how much money we have. And, you know, a lot of parts we have CNC made, they were, you know, when you get them made, it's, if you only needed 10 for a C, then you might have made 30 because you, you use it to season because the price was a lot less than 30 than it would be at 10 obviously so there's a lot of stuff like that that we have left over unfortunately we get users yeah yeah that, that, that that's a good point i mean all these all these extra parts and there's no place to run these sleds uh anywhere is there I've got, I've got brand new mod sleds sitting there that we, uh, we had told ahead of time, like the 136 sled that we didn't use last year and things like that. That you know, there's, I've got boxes of pipes and, and it's just a shame how, how the, all the parts we can't use. But yeah. uh, it didn't save us any money. I tell you that. Hill it cost us money for hill, sure. hill climbing, Tim. Get those, get those sleds out hill climbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, your sponsors, Tim, uh, who, uh, who's your major primary sponsors this year? Um, well, Polaris Industries, of course, and then uh, uh, Kurtek is a, a hose and fitting company that uh, use all the, the brake, they make all the brake lines, and they make all the hoses on the groupers, and they, they actually sponsor the series, too. It's Kurtek. And then uh, um, new this year to us is uh, Polaris Lubricants is a, one of our new sponsors. They've actually been around for a while, but, uh, um, you know, we've, we've used Amazon in the past, but we're, we're switched this year to, to Polaris Lubricants. Uh, actually, actually, the uh, um, what else? Uh, Walker Evans Shocks is uh, obviously a big supporter of ours, and uh, we work with them very closely. And the shock members, and it's a big huge in the past uh, couple of years here. <clears throat> but uh, um, FXR is still on board. Well, the FXRs are a clothing company, yes, and they, they do a great job for us because the riders, you know, some, the, the comfort for the riders is, is huge in this thing. Because, you know, they have to be they have to be dry, but yet, you know, cold, you know, got to breathe so they can, they aren't sweating their butts off on the, you know, on the, on the track. And uh, the FXR clothing is just great. Yeah. Um, so, you, mean, you mentioned the lube, uh, the, the Polaris lube. What's, what was the, the name of that again? You kind of kind of died out there. What was the name of that? Oh, I'm sorry. It's a Polaris Engineered Lubricant Disco. Yeah. And they uh, they make the uh, oils and antifreeze and all, all, anything liquid that we use on the foot. So, case oil. so that's right. They, they that's, make all that. It's just all Polaris OEM uh, OEM lubricants. Yep. Yeah. Good. Yep. Good. Good. Awesome. Hal, you got any more questions? 
No, I'm just uh, the the uh, the sled itself. Has it been lightened up much from last year? Has it got a smaller fuel tank? Any any, any kind of weight savings on it to help you out when we're no weight savings? No weight savings. No weight savings at all. No. Weight savings at all. no. Okay. Mm. Do you th- do you so we, we are, you know, we're not going to be the latest ones, I'd say that. Yeah. Uh, th- thinking we're not ahead. Not going to be the latest, but. Look, looking ahead, Tim, like, like just say, you know, this time next year, what, what, uh, is there is there anything that you had that you mentioned some things about deleting the headlight and stuff like that? Is there anything else that you had, you know, you know, looking ahead a year that uh, you would you would suggest uh, um, for for you know, updates? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I personally I'd like to see some some minor suspension tweaks. Uh, you know, because the development we've lost the place to do any development at all, and uh, so you know, it, you can you can say that like I, like I said before, when you run run on a test track, it's not the same as the racetrack. Uh, it just doesn't get pulverized. The snow doesn't get pulverized like it does on a racetrack, and it, so we've kind of lost uh, that area to be able to do some development. So if they open up the suspension a little bit anyway, and then uh, maybe the, you know get rid of the headlight and take do those new suspension things so they, they look like more like mod cars. And, and, and there was some differences between our sled and the pro lake because now they're the same, exactly the same, and that doesn't really. Um, I don't think that lends to, to drawing the spectators into the races, you know. I uh, I hope that I hope we can keep those people coming there that have been coming because they you know some a lot of people come for the technology under that and I hope we don't lose those guys because the snowboarders are have always been more of a technical uh, consumer than than a media, you know, motorcycle riders or I think that uh, the snowmobile guys have been a little bit, you know, a little older and a little bit more knowledgeable and a little bit more technical savvy than, than the average consumer would be. So I, uh, you know, if those are the people that we're bringing into the races, then we want to we want to keep those people coming. Yeah. So we've had a, we've had a great, you know, Kyle Shabisky, um, Scott Ellison, these, these guys that, that are running Isaac have done a great job, and and, and brought Kyle has done a much and a huge asset to Isaac and, and the series and he's really he's really got turned this thing around and uh, so he you know run a, and I believe we're, we're definitely on an upswing if we can just keep the thing rolling and you know the television coverage has been great and the uh, you know, the fan at the races there's been a you know a growing number of the fans at the races and uh, I think you know that end of it's been going really good so if we can just keep that rolling yeah that's that's. Um, I think that needs to be our main focus. Yeah, for sure. Al, you want to uh, wrap it up? Uh, you got you got uh, any? You probably have a question or two that uh, you probably want to ask him about uh, uh, Tim's Tim's <laughs> Tim's racing. I know you probably got something in mind. <laughs> Uh, no, I was just uh, just looking back at uh, some of your. What was the last race you you ran yourself, Tim? Do you remember your last race? Um, my last race would have been uh, probably nineteen. I think uh, nineteen ninety two, three or somewhere in there with a would be nice one probably. Um, when, when when they changed the rules to to eliminate the. Uh, the VMAX 4, which is basically why, why the rules went to 600 cc's, um, Yamaha kind of got out of racing and, and so did I. So, um, unfortunately, and, and, and you know, I, some of those similarities, I see some of the similarities that we're going to think about now, which is sometimes because 
because uh, that I did the predicted when they when they came into six hundred CC that somebody would drop out. I didn't have to know it would be Yamaha, but kinda of hope they would we would go six hundred configurations though, but um you know, they were a member of ISR and they didn't have a boot. So uh, um that's kinda of how it, that all came down. And Yamaha didn't have a boot until the three voted it they would six hundred. That's the way it went. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, okay. So in nine ninety just, just, to, just to follow up on that, just first. So, in Formula Three, the year that you uh, that you won on the BMAX, uh, did you have to have that machine sleeved down? Like, could you run the full? Uh, did it have to be a six fifty? What was the what was the max uh, CC? No, there was no CC limit. We had seven fifty oh. CCs, and, and they, the, the next year we were going to eight hundred, eight hundred. And but but when they decided to go to six hundred, we took a, a four cylinder. Uh, and eliminated one of the cylinders, and uh, we didn't even cut it off. We just had the, had the third cylinder, or that was with a straight through shaft in that part of the crankshaft. We offset the crank at, at 120 degrees in addition, and that's what is still running today someplace up in Canada. The guy has it, oh. and it's a 600 cc uh, triple. Really? Okay. Uh, 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 Tim, do you have, do you have any of your uh, your old race leads? Did you keep anything? Um, I've got I've got one thread, uh, and that's one of the pieces that uh, I last time I drove it, I, I crashed it in the Belcourt and broke my femur, so uh, that's, it was kind of the way it came off the track. Um, <laughs> but that's the only one I have left. I, I sold pretty much everything else. I kind of never we were never really uh, huge didn't have huge resources. We had to sell what we had, were done with one year to, to build the old year to build the next year. Yeah. No. Well, awesome. Well, well, Tim, it was uh, it was uh, fantastic talking to you. Um, wish you the best of luck uh, this year and and, and Duluth, and uh, wish Cody and, and and Peter good luck and good health and uh, uh, appreciate the appreciate the time. I know you've been super busy this week, and uh, we're very fortunate to uh, to talk with you. Uh, so, um, good luck. No, and, uh, no problem at all. Yeah, and uh, hope to hope to see you soon. 